Well, good morning. I'm Karen Ottaboni. You're here at KZUX and Z, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. And with me in the studio is a special guest this morning. He just dropped out of nowhere. Mr. Kendall, Mr. Matt Kendall, our sheriff. Good morning. How you doing, Sheriff Kendall? Whoop, let's see, I've got you up. Ah, uh, there we go. Try it again. There we go. Good morning, Karen. Such a deep voice. I love it. Yeah, well, it's getting deeper as I get older, so. Mine, too. It's amazing <laughs> how that goes. So you stopped by this morning out of nowhere, on your way somewhere else, I guess. And um, why don't you tell us why you're here today? Well, I wanted to swing by and drop off a, an, a little note of appreciation to KZYX. I have it right here. It's framed in everything. This year we've had a, a lot of things happen in Mendocino County, but I think it's time that we concentrate on what we did right. Yeah. And one of the things that happened in Mendocino County was everything that was going on. Our communication in this county has been better than I've ever seen before. We had communication from KZYX, from uh, KYBU, from KMUD um, during the fires, during pandemics. Uh, and to be honest with you, I think it's just one of these cases where we look at Mendocino County. Let's, let's look at what's going wrong in the rest of the world. And use that as a kind of a roadmap for continuing to do things right here. And uh, I'm just, it makes me extremely proud to be a portion of the community. Uh, it makes me very proud to know that we got through everything when a lot of places didn't. And it's because of this spirit that we have of everybody looks out for each other. And it doesn't matter what side of the politics you're on. It doesn't matter what side of the road you're on. We're still neighbors. It's so true. And you're giving me goosebumps. It's true, because, you know, I've been doing radio for years, and I've watched the Sheriff's Department. I've watched this community do exactly what you're saying, as we have, we step up to the plate. It's amazing how close, even though you're talking about Covalo, you know, we here in, in Philo are concerned about Covalo, and we broadcast, and we level, like I've always said, we're geographically challenged, but the radio waves level everything out. So, have things calmed down up there? I know the fires are pretty much, we had a little bit of rain, not enough to put everything out, but just give us a little update, how things are out there. Things have calmed way down in Covalo. Um, the cool weather, the high relative humidities, that little bit of rain helped. Everything appears to be really good right now and we have concerns um if we have great big rains this year i don't want to see a lot of damage going to the eel river for a lot of different reasons we have to remember our partners on the round valley indian tribes and uh, the eel river has been the lifeblood of that tribe for a millennium yeah. and you know one thing that round valley has that most tribes in the state of california don't have is resources and with the tribal council that they have right now very good people they don't think about things two years down the road. They think about things 200 years down the road. And with the resources they have um, properly managed, <clears throat> that tribe is going to be alive and well long after we're gone because it is the future of Covalo. And resources in Mendocino County are our future. Yeah, it's true, and we need to protect those resources. That's one of the reasons we're doing this uh, pledge drive right now on the radio station because – I've always said, and I consider this one of the more valuable resources, of a very valuable resource in Mendocino County, and we are community-generated. Yes. You know, we, that's, that you, the community, you, the listeners, you're the ones that make this happen. And, and the Sheriff's Department's known that for years, and you get access and stuff like that. So, um, just because I've got you here, I heard that there's a little outbreak of COVID at the, at the, over in the Sheriff's, at the, 
at the jail or where was it at? It was actually at Juvenile Hall. Oh, Juvenile Hall. Yeah. So that's under control. Yeah, that's that's okay. taken care of. Eisen Locatelli, the chief probation officer, is in charge of Juvenile Hall. Okay. Um, now, in our jail, we've had two people who have had COVID now. Uh, both of them came from out of the area, mm-hmm. but the precautions and plans that we put in place, we've had no spread in, inside the jail. Um, it's worked out really well for us. And because we started looking at this in January, we put things into place. Captain Pierce looked at everything under the sun, making sure that we were ready. And knock on wood, we've been ready so far. And, you know, it's we we have to remain vigilant on it. Yep, we do. And that's one of the great things about your department, as you guys really were. I mean, you started in January where the rest of the country and the states didn't even do that. But you guys are just really on top of it. And you're the heart of the county. I mean, you're the ones that keep us safe. You're the ones that guide the way and do all kinds of great stuff. Um, Communications, because we're talking about communications. I just have a real quick uh, question about uh, the last fire a couple years ago. There was a breakdown in some of the major communications. How did that did you get that resolved and you did okay this time? Yeah, and we did a lot did of hardening of the communication okay. sites. That 2017 fire that hit Laughlin Ridge and whatnot, it burned up a lot of communications infrastructure. And, you know, then all of a sudden everybody went, oh, that's a mistake we can learn from. They started hardening up those structures, getting fire breaks out and around them. We did not have those communication losses. We've been dealing with some issues with the cell phones in Covalo. Uh, with the assistance of Senator McGuire, uh, Chair Hashtag has really been just a good champion for that cause, working with Senator McGuire and myself to make sure that we can get that up and running. Uh, and a lot of it was just the population in Covalo has absolutely exploded. And it wasn't, you know, the, the, the cell tower up there was not ready for it. We're working with the Round Valley Indian Tribe, who is actually um, erecting cell towers right now on tribal lands for us. And, you know, everything that the tribe has ever done up there has affected the the entire community in a positive way, from the Indian Health Center to their fuel station and, and market and whatnot. Everything that they do is for everyone. It's not just for the tribe. And, huh. you know, they've been good partners to Mendocino County. Well, when you talk about the growth of Covalo, I mean, I haven't. I have to say I will cop out. I haven't been to Covalo in years, probably 25 years or more, because it's up there. It's re- it is very remote. I mean, it's not... Easy to get to. I mean, yeah. 162 is a nice drive and all that, but unless you're going up for the Blackberry Festival. So how big is the population up there now? It's expanded so much. Well, um, during grow season, and <laughs> I haven't, I, I've got a major issue with this. Um, I would imagine that we are sitting somewhere between nine and 12,000 people when the population sign, wow. you know, usually says about, you know, our standard population in the last five years, I would guess it at about 3,500 people, yeah. but nine to 12,000 people in there this year. Wow. So it is getting bigger. Yeah. So so that's good to hear about the communication systems because, I mean, emergency communication systems in the county, many years ago, they were on different wavelengths or frequencies or different, I don't know, somehow they were different and not working and crossing it. So it sounds like... What we do in Mendocino is we find the problem, we figure out what's going to do it, and then we get behind it and fix it, right? Absolutely. And, and it's everybody working together. Um, yeah. Just good partnerships with, uh, with the people in the county. And, it's, and it's, this is the analogy that I like to use. When you go to the big city and you see a piece of trash blowing in the wind going across the parking lot, a lot of people think, well, there's a street sweeper that's going to pick that up. In Mendocino County, when we see a piece of trash blowing across the parking lot, nobody's going to pick it up but us. Yeah. 
And so we bend down, we pick it up, we throw it in a trash can. It's those types of things where we are so much more ingrained in even just the simplest things of taking care of ourselves, our community, and our environment. It we don't see that when you leave here and you know you certainly don't see it as much it's a pride in community it's a pride in place i think yeah and if there's nobody to do it for you except for you if it is to be it's up to me yeah well you know that's this old old back to landers here i mean look at we've been doing it from scratch for years and we keep doing it and we bend over and pick up those bottles and keep the trash going so hey i'm just really thank you so much for this award to the station i know we work hard here and it's been a long struggle we've been around 31 years and one of the one of the big accomplishments that i feel has happened in those 31 years is is the radio station has been able to develop um, relationships with the different organizations and the different government entities to really help you know and we come to you guys and say what do you need from us and we'll do whatever you need and so i'm i'm so appreciative well, that we get a bit of this back this is great that Thank combined you. with the fact that the uh, I'm going to speak with our, our accounting person, I've got a little bit of asset forfeiture money uh, that we're going to be pledging to KZYX Radio. I can tell oh. you it's somewhere around that $1,000 mark. Oh, thank and you. So let's keep the calls rolling in and let's keep this place funded. Yeah, we will. Well, thank you so much, Kendall. Is, uh, Matt, is there anything else you need to get out while you're here? I don't know where you're headed to, probably the coast or something. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to. Anything going on? strangely enough i've had two days and i'll knock on wood that oh, were slow God. and i was able to get my desk cleaned off and it was the weirdest thing but i almost <laughs> felt like i was being lazy because nothing has gone wrong so i know it's true it's true yeah sometimes when there's no immediate announcements on the radio i think oh gosh it's too quiet something's yeah. gonna break so anyway well thanks so much for stopping by and getting the word out and getting us this thing and uh folks and you can do, as the sheriff has done, you can call 895-2233. We have a couple people out there on phones to do the pledging. We need to get up. we we got to get $55 more thousand dollars into the station so we don't have to do that. We're down to doing this twice a year. Thank you very much for pledging for money. And thanks for bringing the money in and getting the voice out. Thanks well, thank so much, you for Matt. having me. And, you know, I, I hope everybody in Mendocino County, now that we're coming into fall, can take a deep breath oh. and relax a little bit and let's give ourselves a big pat on the back <clears throat> the sheriff's office did not do this yeah. the fact of the matter is our communities did this our communities came together they made things happen that i was the evacuation of brook trails that, that is something oh. that scared me to death for years but thank goodness for that sherwood fire safe council and the training and you know they put a shoulder into things with the backing, of course, of our Board of Supervisors, and particularly with, with Chair Haschak, they had some funding to get this done. And when we had to evacuate Brook Trails, it was the smoothest evacuation I've ever seen in almost 31 years here at the Sheriff's Office. And it was because people knew their responsibility. And we, we live in this really strange time where everybody wants to talk about their rights, but people tend to forget about their responsibilities. Yes, very true. And, very true. Very you know, true. that was a lot of people looking out for each other, being responsible for the neighbors, for their communities, and themselves. For those people that have not seen or been to Brook Trails, it's very windy, tight roads in a mass of forest. It really is. It's just an, a perfect interface of houses and redwood and fir. It was, uh, it's not like 4,000 people that are up there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have to say... Uh, 
<laughs> they've been talking about that that fire ever hit there the people that would be a total loss but that was just phenomenal a lot of other subdivisions i think could learn some lessons from what uh, happened to brook trails that was really a, a really big success story well and, and we have to thank that that sherwood firewise council we've oh, got yeah. to thank the board of supervisors for for really making this a priority and it made my job so much easier to have the largest wildfire in the state of California knocking on the door in Mendocino County and having zero loss of civilian life, we I, it's mind-boggling to it me. It is. It is mind-boggling. Well, thank you so much. And I want to tell everybody, if you see a sheriff on the road and they're there, stop and say hi. Stop and say thank you to our sheriff's department because they're good guys. They're here to help us. And they're part of our community. And especially today, let's remember all of yes. our veterans. You know, yes. we, we live in this country where... We've, we've seen a lot of polarization of our country, a lot this year. But let's remember, we live in a wonderful society where we can agree to disagree. We have the right to do that, but it cost a lot of lives to get there. And so let's remember, our, on Veterans Day, let's remember our veterans. Let's think about it and pick up the phone. My daughter's going to go visit her granddad today. He was a sailor in the Navy, and uh, you know we talked about it this morning and the importance of Paying a little bit of respect to those folks who have done so much for us. It is, yes. And I was going to point out today is that, yes, if there's a veteran in your family, do thank them. And it's been quite phenomenal. I know we, are, we, live, we live in a democracy, folks. No matter what, what it comes down to, we may, like, like the sheriff said, we may disagree on politics. But this last election just shows us how solid, how very, very solid our democracy is. And we didn't get here without lack of fighting for it. And those veterans fought for it. And uh, we want to thank them a lot. So. Well, Karen, anyway. thank you so much for having me. Yeah, well, you'll be back. You're not off the hook. Don't worry. You'll go, you're going to come back on the air. It's just nice having you in person this time. Usually I have you on the air. So, yeah. All right. Well, you have a great day the rest of the day. And thanks so much, Matt Campbell, Sheriff of Mendocino County. Bye-bye. Bye now. All right, folks. So the sheriff dropped in to give us an award. It says Mendocino. It says Sheriff's Service Award, KZYX. And that was for all the incredible work. And the only reason we can do this and stay on the air and keep the word out and help you and our community is by you, the listeners and the friends of the listeners. You need to help us out and get us over the top on this pledge, pledge drive goal. Um, they uh, put up a number for me. I'm supposed to bring in $1,000 in the next uh, less than 45 minutes. So please go to your phones, 895-2233. Or you can go to kzyx.org and push that donate button. Or at the vet, you can always go snail mail. We are at P.O. Box 1 Philo 95466. But do take the time to get some money into the station so we can keep doing what we just got this great service award for. So nice. So nice. Okay. So. I'm Karen Audubonny, as you know. You're listening to KZUX and Z, and whew, let me just take a minute to say what a week it has been. I was here a week ago and talking about the elections, the local elections and the national elections, and it's only been a week, and there's been a lot of changes. We now have a new president-elect, Joe Biden, um, and that's going to be an interesting process to see. But I will say that I have a shout out to all the secretaries of states and registrar voters 
offices across the United States, the way that the this election was handled by all of those departments just is so incredible. It shows what a great, solid democracy we have. As of this morning, the New York Times had a big spread across the front page saying that they've dug deep and have found no mass fraud in our elections. I mean, that's solid, folks. That's just really, really solid and good news. So I'm going to talk a bit here about some numbers that I put together about uh, the propositions. We didn't have a final on the propositions when I was in last Wednesday. But then I'm going to just open up the phone lines to see if everybody else is taking a deep breath and starting to calm down. Uh, We've got the fire season over, like the sheriff just said. Um, And the election season is kind of pretty much over. Not everything has been finalized. Uh, The numbers for Mendocino County haven't totally come in yet we still just have that first flush of votes that got counted the first the night of the election uh last tuesday uh so i'm not going to be able to update update anything on the local elections just to say that um mo mulhern has been pretty much seated not seated but she is the elected uh, new supervisor for the second district uh, Mari Roden uh, did concede and say, it's, so it's Mo, Mo Mulhern's position. Uh, and Glenn McGordy is going to be seated as the supervisor for the 1st District. Um, since there's no totals that have come in more locally from the county, I, I don't really feel confident about the Ukiah seat yet. There's still no, enough votes outstanding to be counted. There might be some changes there, so we'll, we'll follow up on that later. Um, at the state level, I did some number crunching last night. It's pretty amazing. Um, in California, for this election, as of the 30th of October this year, we had 22 million registered voters. 22 million, the most ever. All right. And as of yesterday, 90% of those votes have been counted. So that's quite a bit. And the votes had been counted totaled about 15.9 million. So when I do the number crunching, that shows me that about 72%, 72% of those people that could vote did vote. So that number will go up because we're only 90% counted. That's quite the turnout. I mean, for California, that is quite the turnout. Congratulations. I mean, we really turned out the vote. Um, and... So the House seats that were up for election, we have 42 Democratic seats that have won, and we have eight Republican seats. So that's the demographics for the House um, breakdown from the state. And then uh, the propositions are pretty well, there's none of them that are close enough that are going to be changing. So I just wanted to go uh, over a quick one of those propositions, and, and then I will open up the phone lines. But in the meantime, since you're sitting there at your phone getting ready to call, why don't you call 895-2233 to help us make this goal of uh, 54000 for the pledge drive total. And for my show, I need a, oh, they got me for $1,000 and I'm up. i uh, see, it looks like I got 150 towards that. So we've got to get a few more phone calls going, 895-2233, kzyx.org. Org, you know the routine. We need to keep this station on the air so we can get the information out at the critical times. 
Um, if you've appreciated all the political open lines and the discussion of the po- um, propositions that Annie Esposito and I do, all the other incredible political coverage that's been happening, um, take some time and let us know that you appreciate it by helping support this station that's your station and our community asset. So, propositions. These are pretty much final. Proposition 14 was a stem cell research. That was, yes, a big yes at 51%. Uh, Proposition 15, which was realigning uh, the property tax commercial and all of that uh, in around Proposition 13 that happened back in 78, that went down surprisingly to 52%. I was kind of surprised about that. That was going to help support... um, schools and those kind of things 16 was affirmative action another big surprise i believe that was a no to realign the uh to go back and go back to affirmative action that was a no by 57 percent wow big one 17 was uh, allowing uh, felons to vote that was a big uh, once they've gone through probation and all that um that was a big yes at 59 percent yet Proposition 18 was allow 17-year-olds that were getting ready to turn 18 to vote. That went down to a no of 56%. How odd. Some felons get to vote, 17-year-olds don't. I found that fascinating. All right. Proposition 19, that would be uh, senior property tax for a property that's been inherited and shifting the taxes on that. That, went, uh, that was a yes at 51%. Proposition 20, which was stricter parole and sentencing, that was a no at 62%. Local rent control, Proposition 21, went down no to 60%. Uber, the rideshare, the gig economy, that was a big yes at 59%. And I'm going to come back and just do a little bit of commentary on that after I wrap up these. The dialysis, uh, having doctors or nurses in the dialysis companies, that was a no at 64%. Added consumer protection was yes at 56%. And cash bail was a no at 56%. So some interesting results on the propositions. Um, the one, Proposition 22, which was the gig economy, the one that Uber and Lyft and those companies spent $200 million on this proposition, folks. That's the most that has ever been spent on any proposition al- across the whole United States, not just California, the whole United States, $200 million. So the repercussions of that proposition passing in California is now potentially and most likely going to have this ripple effect across the United States because what it does is it sets up a new category for labor and labor laws, all right? And there is word across the country that Uber and Lyft Maybe you're going to try this approach in other states, big states. I would imagine New York or someplace where they can get it on the ballot. So this may be a trigger for more uh, legislation and more ballot initiatives across the country. And it's got the unions and labor people um Pretty concerned that this may be a ripple effect that started here and word on the street is basically that Uber and Lyft at $200 million pretty much bought this proposition. 
So that's what happened with that. So I'm going to say again, uh, my total for the show right now, they just popped it up, is $270. I'm trying to get 1000 in here before the end of the show, top of the hour. It's 895-2233. They just handed me a list of things I'm supposed to thank. Uh, okay, we got Jill from Yorkville. She said, we're indispensable and loves us. Thank you, Jill. Um, and then we've got, whoa, we got Michael from Ukiah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to read these. Okay, we've got Tom from Ukiah. That's great. Ellie from, oop, no street address. Says, excellent programming. And then we've got Jean who called in. So these are the people who have called in and have gone online. We can actually track you if you go online now to do this too. So 895-2233 for a pledge. Other than that, I am going to push the various buttons here. Let me find the phone button. And uh, if you want to call and get in and talk about these propositions and what's going on, we will do that uh, at 895-2448. And I will say I took a deep breath over the weekend of relief that things are starting to line up maybe with our democracy so we're going to get our first caller whoops that went away sorry about that 895-2448 if you have comments about the propositions um comments about the election i had some other notes here some other things that really happened la the city of la now has a all women's um supervisors dun da 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 my goodness amazing all women's supervisors in the L.A. County. All right, we're going to get this caller on. Good morning, caller. You're on the air with me. Hey, thanks. This is Jack. I really appreciate your show and all the time you've ever put into this radio station. I've been listening since day one. Hey, thanks, Jack. Um, you bet. Hey, I wanted to say something about Proposition 15, and I'm, I'm kind of not surprised it, it went down. Um, I'm old enough to remember voting for the California Lottery. And we were told then, oh, money's going to go to education. And sure enough, it did. But what the legislature did was they took funding sources away from education and replaced it with the lottery and didn't actually increase the funding for education. And so what we need is a positively affirmed proposition on the ballot that guarantees when we vote for something that says it's going to fund education, that it's going to be an uptick, an increase in education funds, and not a reshuffle in Sacramento. That's what i got to say about it. Yeah, I think, now, if I am correct, I know at the county level, if you have the funds designated like you're talking about, which I think is a great idea. It's like when we did with the library. Throw another half a cent sales tax out there, and it goes directly to the libraries. It's designated to the fire departments. I think that requires two-thirds on the ballot. Mm -hmm. that, that's probably why they don't do that. Um yeah, and I, you know, I think it was the advertisement around 215. So 215, or Proposition 15 was the one that was helping realign property taxes in relation to Proposition 13 years ago. Because what mm -hmm. happened, yeah, it took out basically the big corporations which have been using that uh, Proposition 13 for years to, you know, get out of increasing their property tax. So, um, yeah, well, direct you know, taxing is great. That would have also affected... Um community groups, like, for example, um, the Independent Order of Vodfellows in San Francisco, 
um, six lodges meet there. They do a great deal of work for their community. They have a building at 7th and Market. They were facing their, their property taxes going up if 15 had passed. You know, I didn't get into it. Did it affect nonprofits? If if it did oh, not yeah. if it did not exclude nonprofits in that then that was unfortunate yeah yeah yeah, yeah I didn't so know that people were really freaking out because they would have, they would have lost that building and they just huh. put a bunch of money into it to fix it up and it would have been tragic and that would have affected not just the odd fellows but groups that own their own building and are considered a business by the state of California huh. for all intents and purposes I mean it's it's a it's a serious thing to consider, and I would be happy to support a proposition like this if it really came through with, um, uh, you know, the actions it said it would, and that we wouldn't see a reshuffle of funds after the fact in Sacramento, other appropriated funds that were appropriated by the state legislature specifically. And um, I, I, for one, I, you know, I graduated from high school in 1980, in California, I saw the difference in 1978 when Proposition 13 came through. I saw the arts get gutted, uh, the school band go away, uh, the art department get whittled down to nothing. It's been a tragedy. California was first in education before 1978 in all the United States, and now we're you know down to almost 48 or 49. And uh, I, I, I would love to take action and support education in this state. Well, it's true, and I I know that the taxes, I know designated taxes that take two-thirds majority to pass are very difficult, but boy, do they, at times they seem so much more sensible to me than what you're talking about, these broad taxes that we think are going to do something, and then they get whittled away to different departments. Hey, so thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks for the time. Appreciate you, it. You Bye-bye. bet. Take care. All right. Okay, folks, we're in the middle of a pledge drive here, and that to get, uh, oh, my numbers are bumping up a bit, but I still got a ways to go. They want to get me a th- get $1,000 in. I would hope that for all the political coverage and all the time that we've devoted to keeping you informed, that now would be the time when you step up, go to your phone, 895 2233 and help us support this station. We need your help. You're you're the reason we're here. You the listener, you the community, you're the reason we're here. If you weren't here, I couldn't be here. And I'm more than willing to come in and do the work because I know how important it is to this community and I've heard back from the feedback from the community that they really appreciate all the local news we get you and the music, all the just the wonderful different programming that happens here at KZUX and Z. So, the pledge line is 895-2233. Please take the time to do that. Other than that, we're talking about the election, the political coverage, and you can get a hold of me to get on the air at 895-2448. How, what's your feelings about the uh, election and did you get all did everybody take a deep breath i know the roller coaster ride is not over but at least it's going in the same direction now it's it's moving forward we're not stalled we don't have two different lines going we're um we're moving forward slowly we're we're going to get through this um so give me a call 895-2448 
So some of the other notes I had had here was about L.A. So the L.A. County Supervisors has an all-women, plus they updated their DA. They just got a new DA who actually came from San Francisco, Gauss-Con. Gauss-Con, he's now the new L.A. DA, which is supposed to be hopefully moving that city along. And uh, a lot of LBG, LBGT and uh, crew got elected all over the country. We have transgender in the state of Delaware that's now a state senator. Um, San Diego County, San Diego, the city of San Diego, believe it or not, now has a gay mayor. Uh, so... And amongst all the turmoil with our democracy and the differences versus Republicans and Democrats uh, across the United States, the LGBT community, the women's community, the Native American, there's two Native American women now that are elected. We're moving, I, I feel personally, it may be two steps forward, one step back, but I feel like we're moving forward. So that must have stimulated some calls. I could, here we go. Good morning. You're on the air. Caller. Oh, yeah. I'm just calling to see if anyone has interviewed anybody that when the president does refuse to leave the White House, has anyone interviewed some of the people who actually go in and remove him so that we do know that there's people out there that will do that? Because I was worried about him already replacing everyone that would come in and take him out if he loses. That's all I'm wondering about, really. Um, I've been I've been watching uh, national news a bit, and there are people in place that do that that he does not have that the the current president does not have control of. Um, what I'm hearing on the national level is everybody thinks this is pretty much just a tantrum that's gonna wear down, and as soon as the it, it seems apparent that as soon as the secretaries of states of these different states where there was these marginal or these questionable, you know, last minute um, balloting, tabulating, once right. those official dates come, which are pretty much by the end of November, because then on December 6th, I think, is when the elector, the electoral college gets together and do that. So I think the opinion is, as as we get closer to those dates, and it becomes really, really apparent that there is a new president-elect, that things will start you know, not moving like they should be, but they will. They will definitely moving. Be moving. And uh, well, I was hoping there'd be somebody that actually could talk to the American people and say, "I'm going to be one of the people that are to remove the trespasser that's still in the White House." And I'm just letting you know. Don't worry, he's not going to be able to stay. That's what I'm hoping to see is someone who actually says, "I'm going to be one of the people." Who remove that man? Yeah, I think they're probably gonna. My my hit on it is that they're you don't want to jump to that conclusion right away. Uh, I, I from what well, I've by seen, by the time you don't, it's too late. Well, the, I think things are already. I mean, Biden, you know, President-elect Biden has already been up there saying that it's going to move smoothly. It's going to be smoothly. It it will move smoothly. So I think further as we get further into this whole electoral process, things will calm down. But word on the street is there are definitely people that will evict trespassers. Thanks for your okay, call. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Bye. you for your call. Okay. All right. So, 895-2448 for you to get on the air and uh, talk about your feelings around the election. Um, Hey, shout out. Kamala Harris 
local girl, Oakland, raised, San Francisco DA, senator from California, broke the ceiling. Be careful, people. There's glass all over the floor. Um, yeah, we got Kamala Harris as vice president to be elect. Wow. Um, which actually leaves a big hole for a senator's position from California uh, that will be appointed by Governor Newsom. Lots of names being floated around out there, but uh, lots of stuff happening. Be careful of that glass. I'm going to get another caller on. Good morning, caller. Whoops, that didn't go. 895-2448, and we'll get another caller on here. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Hey, Karen. How are you doing? Yasmin. Yasmin. I know. Yasmin, how are you doing, babe? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you. I, we have to congratulate everybody for working so hard, getting out the vote. And we have to give credit to people of color, the Black Lives Matter movement, oh, yeah. which is all of us, anybody who got out in the streets and supports equal rights and justice, but especially black women, people of color, Latinos. I hope everyone will listen to Democracy Now! today because Juan Gonzalez is breaking it down about the Latino vote, and it's incredible. Hey, well, wait a minute. What about the Native Americans? Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Was it Arizona? talk about that tomorrow. Was it Arizona? You, you know, it's I saw everywhere. It's, it's, we had more voters in this country than any other election, which is unfortunate that it takes a pandemic and a totally insane person in the White House, and he's not the only one, but all of his ilk that made people just panic. I mean, anyway, I want to talk about the, uh, as Greg Palace says, the best democracy money can buy. (coughs) This was the best election money can buy with that proposition with the Uber and Lyft drivers. They were totally screwed. Oh, yeah, $200 million. was is taking away more worker rights. They have less rights now. You know, they have nothing. Oh, yeah. Which shows if you got enough money and you can bamboozle the electorate, you can... We got to reform the the proposition system so that it's not so hard to figure it out. Well, look, I I, I have been... You know, I, as everybody knows who's listened for a long time, I've been tracking this proposition money since for many, many years now. This 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 election was just off the chart crazy with the amount of money that's put in it. So what did I do? The la- this, to prep for the show, I thought, boy, I bet you there's groups out there that are going to get money, that are fighting to get money out of the elections. So I went on and Googled all over California finance campaign reform. There is nothing yeah. There is nothing going on. I couldn't find well, any current groups. Movement, right? Unless somebody, if, if somebody out there knows of groups that are looking at reforming this whole thing of being able to buy a proposition and well, get it on the air, oh my is God. a really great group. They're working on all of that kind of stuff. Every yeah, day. but they didn't have anything current online. It was like 2018 when they'd done anything. So yeah, there's a. I, I, whatever if you it takes. Keep the electorate dumbed down, then anybody can buy anything. Yeah, and luckily we got smart enough. I mean. Please, everyone, support KZYX. we got to keep it going. It's sad the pledge drive has to be so long. I mean... Oh, come on, Yasmin. We used to do do two weeks twice a year. No, what I mean is the silent drive started, it seems like, months ago. Right, but, you know, it takes a time. you got to get people invigorated. Anyway, if everybody would just pledge today, every single person who listens would just pledge, even if you only have a little bit of money. Yeah, just do it. 
you know, but a little uh, bit anyways, from a lot doesn't. Up so. To the, the the people of color, the women, black women. Look at Stacey Abrams in Georgia. Oh, she's I my mean, new hero. hero. And and please, everybody, listen to Amy Goodman today because it's really brilliant. And support the station. And I have so much more to say, but I don't want to take get up off. too yeah. much time. And so. Yasmin, let me just say this: I want to shout out to Sister Yasmin because that gal is out there registering voters all the time, and I appreciate that so much. So thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, Karen. I yep. was until the pandemic. And she then I was. She's stop. a she's a Trump. But she's a trooper. So thanks a lot, hopefully Yasmin. Hopefully, we will. Okay, I want to say one more thing that's Make really important. All right. Now we got to push our new democracy government for single for real health care and take the money out of health care so that everybody's we must i think they know this but we got to push them that housing oh. human right health care is a human right along with if we're a democracy we should not have homeless people or people that don't have good health care right. so all right let's all work really hard for for the right kind of health care and get the corporations out of it and i hope i see that in my lifetime and i'm really old so <laughs> okay have a good up. holiday thanks Yasmin. Thank you dear yep take Stay care bye-bye <laughs> all right folks yeah um i think every president we can't let up now because uh as obama said and i think there was a president before that you need to make me do what i should do because it takes everybody standing up and that's what we do we don't back off now you got to keep your foot on the pedal and make them do what we want them to do all right let's get another caller on here i guess maybe not eight nine five two four four eight and we'll get another caller on here good morning caller you're with me yes i wanted to let uh, listeners know that Common Cause is still working oh, good. on Thank campaign you. Re- finance reform and uh, dealing with uh, ALEC, the American Legislative uh, Council that's fighting against all of us. And um, there's a lot people could do in terms of fighting the corporations is look where you spend your money. If you're buying products that are, like, by uh, Georgia Pacific and the Koch brothers, who own an uh, incredibly amount, number of products, and they're fighting against our rights and our uh, interests, take a look where you're spending your money. Yep, spend your money local. That's, that's the bottom line. There you go, local, so local, local. And if you go online, there's so many organizations. There's 9 to 5 that's working for, uh, you know, rights for women to get equal pay. I mean, there's so many organizations. It's just, uh, you know, if people just Google um, who's fighting co- corporate corruption, you'll find a bunch of organizations. And it's always important to send the information you learn to friends and family. All right. Okay. That's how you educate voters. Thank it you. is. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm going to actually see in the in, in um, after the new year and everything settles down. I'm going to see if I can get somebody on to talk about this whole thing of buying these propositions or spending all this money on propositions. So I will try to follow up on that. But thank you. Have a great day and a good holiday. Okay. Fabulous okay. work you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Eight nine five. Uh, two two four eight to get in on the air. But other than that. I would like you to call 895-2233 to donate because 
we're in a pledge drive. We need to get money in here to keep these airwaves open and keep the phone line so that you can call in. If we're not here, you don't get to call and vent and talk. Um, and we've got these really cute 100% cotton uh they're masks, nose pieces, face coverings is what they call them, okay? They're hypoallergenic, they're comfortable, and for a $35 donation, you can get one. And guess what it says on the front? It's got KZYX and Z logo on the front. Wow, what a concept. All right, we're going to get another caller in. Good morning, caller. You're on the air this morning. Hey, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, I was just... Uh, 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 happy to hear Roger's comments on the property tax initiative and and uh, it, particularly in regards to education. Uh, you know, I was one of the people that really was bumped uh, out of, pretty much out of education. I mean, I, I'm still teaching uh, woodworking at the two Waldorf schools, although you know, with the pandemic, that's all up in the air, too. But uh, the whole issue of vocational education, knowing who we are by what we do, there's a, a old mm, a saying in Mexico, uh, you know, a man without a hat is only half of what a man can be. And that speaks to the fact that if, the hat represents your vocation. It represents uh, what you do. You're a carpenter. You're a plumber. You're an electrician. You're a lawyer. You're a doctor. Uh, but all of the trades, all of the, <laughs> uh, you know, pretty much been wiped out of education. Uh, they certainly have. That we we still have a vocational education department in Ugiah High, but, uh, you know, most schools, it doesn't exist anymore. I've been trying to uh, keep it going at the junior high level, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and, uh, you know, I think I'm probably the only woodworking teacher left uh, at that level in the county. But anyway... <laughs> Well, that's the vocations my, uh, well, rant. Uh, no, that's a good. I'd that's like a, to see. That's a good point because our vocational schools are all the vocations in the schools have been. I've watched them, as you said, deteriorate. There used to be vocational stuff at Anderson Valley High School. That's gone. Woodworking, all of those classes are gone. Uh, try to find a good plumber or electrician or carpenter mechanic. Any of these nowadays, they're becoming worth their weight in gold because there are just so few around. Um, I think. Mm, I yeah, think, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, education many years ago kind of went towards the computers and getting kids into college, where it's nice to get kids that are aptitude for that. But there's other, there's another path, like you said, vocational, hands-on uh, work. Right. You and, know. Yes, and there are a lot of a lot of uh, kids that fall into that category that are not real good academically. But, boy, when they get into shop classes, they shine. Hey, and it's just yeah. so sad that they don't have that opportunity. Uh, you, you know, uh, uh, Charlie Roberts, who was uh, at Ukiah High, said it was when the personal computer came on board. You know, that was the only technology that the academic world wanted to recognize 
and all of the other technologies pretty much got swept. They did. Out, they got underfunded. Floor, yeah. So no, very very good point. Very good point. Uh, we need mechanics. We need electricians. We need plumbers. Uh, yeah. So anyway, thanks for doing it. And, and hang yeah. in there. Hang in there. I'm and so glad. You, and carpenters. Yeah, thank you. I'm so glad thank to hear you your st- show. I'm so thank glad you to hear you're still doing it. Yeah. I love KZYX. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work okay. in the vocationals. We need to keep uh, those kids. Okay. Thanks yeah, so much. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I'm trying to navigate this flu epidemic right now. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get to the other side and can resume uh, the classes. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of looking. But, uh, I'm kind of looking at it as just as just kind of a timeout, and I'm hoping we take you, this timeout to when we come back, we can deal with the kind of issues you're talking about. But thanks so much for calling in. Take yeah. care. Have a great okay, holiday. Thank you very much yeah. for the show. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. 895-2448. Just I'm going to get another caller in here real quick. Good morning, caller. You're on the air with me. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. What's up? Uh, I think everybody's kind of breathing that sigh of relief politically. Um, but I wanted to bring up some topics uh, locally that we have uh, coming up that we're going to need to deal with. So I wanted to give a shout-out um, this morning uh, to the Redwood Valley MAC and let people know that there still is some civic duty out there to be done, and there is a meeting tonight, um, and we're looking for some more members. Uh, there's been some folks who've been working diligently for the last three to five years but we got some big issues to deal with. Uh, the Scotts Valley Dam, you know, what's going to happen with that? And um, we got Caltrans going to be doing a Highway 2101 uh, interchange um, bridge deal there. And there's a lot of stuff going on. So I just wanted to um, put a shout out to folks out there who want to do some just down home civic duty stuff. Tonight at um, 5 o'clock, we're going to have our monthly meeting, and uh, you can come on and just check it out if you want, or maybe uh, participate possibly in the uh, three minutes uh, they, they give you to uh, speak about uh, different topics. Um, so I wanted to give that uh, uh, out, how to, how, to, how to view this uh, meeting, and there's also other uh, MAC meetings, MAC uh, stands for Municipal Advisory Council. So we're looking for some members. If you want to check it out, it's um, www.redwoodvalleymac, no space in between any of that, .com. Great. And, yeah, just uh, there's some local issues that uh, just regular folks can come in and empower themselves a little bit and and. Touch base. We've got uh, PG&E um, has been uh, attending, and uh, the Russian River uh, flood control, and um, so so you have a lot of ears there uh, that will uh, be able to listen to uh, your local concerns. All right. Well, thanks um, for calling in. Thank you. And getting have the word out. Yeah. Um, like the caller said, one of the things that. One of the reasons that I believe that we have such a great community in Mendocino County is that we community members step up 
to help the nonprofits. These nonprofits that are local are only happening and working and being effective because of the people energy. And like Matt Kendall said, the, re- the, the, the resource of people in our community is incredible. So, you know, take the time and see where you can help in your community because, it, like you said, you know, we're the people, we're the community, we're the neighbors, we're the community members that if we see some garbage on the side of the road, we stop and pick it up. We do. And that's one of the things that it just I love about this community. And I think it's made us be able to survive and thrive during any kind of uh, disasters and any any issue that we get hit with in Mendocino County. We come together as a community to do that. So while you're doing that, uh, I am going to say that uh, we are trying to get up to a thousand dollars for this uh, hour. We're not there yet, folks. I need your help. Uh, so if you're listening and you have been listening and you appreciate the kind of quality of information and music and community that we, Casey Wex and Z, bring into your home every day, please take the time and support that. We need your help now. It's 895-2233. A couple people out there on the phones will take your call. It's really quick. It's easy. You can do a sustained membership where you uh, there's a little bit of money taken out every out of your checking account every month. That's sustaining a membership, which is really great because that means we know how much money is coming in every month. And it's real easy for you because it comes out of your credit card just monthly so you can do that which would be really great that would be really great to do then we know it's coming in eight nine five two two three three uh if you want to get on the air you can call at eight nine five two four four eight i'm going to take one more call or two and then we'll uh get people on the air let me see if that's actually a real call hello are you there nope that one's dead okay eight nine five two 2448 to get in on the air with me. 8952448. Anyway, let me give you a heads up for next week. Uh, Next week, Joy LeClaire will be back in this position with Forthright Radio, and she just does a great job. A shout out to Joy LeClaire. She's got a veteran journalist and senior fellow at the Carnegie Democracy and Rule of Law program, Sarah. Chasey's, uh, and she's going to discuss her work and latest book on corporate uh, corruption in America and what is its stake. That's next Wednesday morning here on KZWX. And I don't know how many people were listening in to Democracy Now! yesterday, yesterday afternoon, but I'm always uh, referring my uh, my COVID uh, information that I get is from uh, a friend and colleague or friend not colleague but a good friend Lori Garrett she was all over democracy now last night and laying it out the way it is it was pretty impressive so yeah she's she's doing a good job so let's get another caller in here real quick caller you're on the air what you got to say well what I've got is some concern about the county contact tracing yes um folks so they've decided to take today off and um, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And um, I notice our, our law enforcement doesn't take those days off or any of the vital um, services. And I wonder what people think about uh, taking a break from 
doing the work Tracy. to inform people that have are positive and need to be in isolation that have well i hadn't um, heard about that results I hadn't heard about that, but I'm glad you put it out on the air. I am going to get you off because we've got a minute to go. But I will tell you this no this afternoon, uh, Drew Colfax is going to be on with Alicia Bales. So maybe that can be brought up then. But uh, yeah, that's um, that's not fun to hear. So thanks. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. All right, so we're coming up on the hour. Folks, uh, do take some time to pledge. Please get the money in here, 895-2233. I so enjoy coming and getting you information, coming here, being able to get you the information you want and love, but you need to help us do that, 895-2233. And I'll be back in two weeks. Thanks so much. Stay tuned. There's going to be music coming your way shortly.